And then also big thing is different for each one of them. Carbon Stories is an international content creation agency. We literally travel internationally to go create content in these spaces. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Luciano Cast. I'm your host, Luciano. On this episode, I spoke with one of my good friends, Eric Lachey. Eric runs a company, well, several companies, but the main company is Carbon Stories. In this episode, we break down some of the philosophies that make Carbon Stories the amazing story that it is today. I hope you gain a lot from it. I hope you get inspired. And I hope you really enjoy this episode with Eric Lachey. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. So as I was alluding to earlier, um, I really wanted to get you on. You know, I think of you as an inspiration for myself and I think for other people. And I want to share what you're up to, who are you, what are you about, and also like what have you done. So that way um, just more people are aware of you and your story and honestly, of just kind of getting an idea of what's possible. Yeah, I like um, that a lot, dude. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of, um, you just got back from South Korea. Yes, yes. Doing client work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh, There's been a few places we've been. There's yeah. been a few places. In the, the last five years uh, since Carbon started, we've been to uh, five of the seven continents, um, <laughs> which has been really cool. Um, this total, we've been in nine different countries. Um, and then about 11 states. Uh, and with that, like everywhere we go, it's for different clients. Sometimes there's a few clients that will go to multiple spots for, but they're paying for travel and they're paying for us to be able to be there and actually capture content for them. Uh, wow. And it's been really fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, so you've been to like, I mean, to start off New York, yep. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. of course you still love to Detroit. Yes. Yes. Detroit yeah. often. Love the D. So, okay. Where are some countries you've been to, though, to um, do client work? Some of the countries have been Uganda, South Africa, um, United Arab Emirates. We're in Dubai, um, South Korea. We literally <laughs> traveled all across South Korea just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, then in Colombia, I was in a few cities there. Uh, Mexico City, uh, Cardiff, Wales. Never even knew where that was or that I would ever yeah. go there, but I learned a <laughs> lot about the culture there. Uh, and then Paris, which is cool. So a lot of spots. And then up for this year, there's about six that we have booked already. You're going to uh, go to six six different countries, different countries this so year. far, yes. So and it's only February. It's only February. Um, they actually got scheduled last December. So okay. um, they've been sitting in the calendar. Mm. Uh, and they start that specific client we'll be doing a lot of travel for in, uh, starting in May. Um, which is pretty exciting. Um, real pumped to just continue to see the world. And then I love learning about different cultures and learning different ways of doing stuff and then yeah. bringing it back here to Grand Rapids because Grand Rapids is growing, but we are not currently a world city. Uh, you know, a lot of people look at uh, West Michigan as being a little conservative and even the way our practices are and things that is are done here. So it is really cool to be able to go outside of GR, learn yeah. things, test stuff out, and then bring it back. Especially for you because you're a creative agency. Yes. Right? So what is a creative agency real quick? As a creative agency, we create content and we also provide creative solutions for different problems that people may have, whether it be how they should be communicating something or how they should document an experience or an event that they have going on. Mm. Uh, Our kind of tagline is telling stories, sharing experiences, because everything we do falls within that. Whether it be we are telling a story of, uh, again, a nonprofit that may be throwing an 
event to raise money um, for the impact that they're doing in the city, or it is us sharing an experience of a pop-up that a brand might have at a different mm-hmm. location, um, or just talking about you know the, the motto and the mission that a company may have uh, through employee interviews or through a photo shoot that's capturing the excitement of what it means to actually work there. So okay. those are kind of the different things that Carbon Stories is. So it's like photo, video, mainly yep. and then you're doing both internal and external marketing for these companies yes sir photo video and some graphic design uh it's definitely okay. not as much as the other two but yeah that is the the bucket set they fall into photo video graphic design i got you yes sir and so um from personal experience i know that you help out startups a lot mm-hmm. right carbon stories is a place where a lot of people who wanted to create their own companies they want to create their own I don't know, personal brands, they come here to, yeah. and you kind of provide a platform for them to do so. Yeah. It's been honestly one of the big things that have gotten us to where we are now. Of course, when we're working with startups, it's not on the financial side of things right. that, you know, the benefit is happening mutually, but it does help us grow our process. And then also at the root of it, everybody who works at Carbon just enjoys making stuff. Yes. And so the fact that we get to do that together, help other people's ideas get developed, it's just mm. fun. Uh, and it has led to, of course, other business ventures that are going to do that more intentionally but uh, something we'll never lose is working with that startup working with that personal brand to get content created whether they have a big budget or no budget uh, yeah. just if it's within our schedule and we're able to vibe with them well we'll make whatever they need happen that makes sense because there's bigger companies that have budgets mm-hmm. do you want to share some of who your uh, bigger clients? Yes. So some of our large clients have been Nike, Spectrum Health, Herman Miller, Steelcase, Rue 21, Chaco, Cat <laughs> Footwear, Hush Puppies. Yeah. Um, the Shorty Awards is an event we captured. Amway. Oh uh, that's who we're doing a lot of travel for this year. Yeah. Um, and then even on a local, like large company scale, Custer and Trellis, uh, Madcap Coffee, Kent Companies, Pioneer Construction. Yeah. Um, it's a wide range, but the uh, majority of our clients fall into four categories. Okay. Um, which is food, fashion, furniture, and also events. Um, oh, and also construction. So it would be five total. But uh, with that, majority of what we're doing and our retainer clients, people who we're creating content for on a monthly basis, really fall into those areas. Retainer clients. Yes. Retainer I love that. Clients. Okay. So um, it seems like a lot, like, you know, someone gets a, a Nikon for Christmas, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now they're taking pictures of the dog and they want to be a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. How the heck do you go from you know, maybe you saved up to get a Nikon or mm-hmm. grandma bought you one or something like that. How do you mm-hmm. go from getting a Nikon mm-hmm. um, on Christmas or something or for yourself uh, to having retainer clients? Mm-hmm. So actually Canon is my uh, preferred camera. Yes, sir. <laughs> Pardon yes, sir. me. But um, the journey honestly is not something that I even knew was going to happen this way. It was something that I would say I did more reactionarily. Uh, if that's a word, but um, just more based off of reaction. It was like clients needed stuff. And originally I was just creating content on the side. People were paying me in McDonald's gift cards. I'm more of a Wendy's kind of guy. So that was a little frustrating, (laughs) but it, uh, it was based on me just saying, okay, you need a photo or video made. I'll do it. Like I'll just show up with the camera and shoot it. I was using my high school camera back in 2014, 2013. Like the camera that belonged to your high school? Yeah, camera that belonged to my high school. They let me oh. rent it out on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, and I'd just shoot for fun downtown with friends or again, like a nonprofit that someone may have had that just needed a short video for donors or um, just people who wanted some content created. I would do that. But there was no process. There was no, hey, you give me money and I create this for you. 
it was honestly just I'm going to shoot because they asked me to. But then mm. in 2015, I'm like, I'm sick of these gift cards. I want to actually have a process, have a business structure in place. <laughs> I want to buy my own gift cards. Yeah, I want to buy gift cards for where I want to eat. Um, <laughs> but also just out of respect for the craft, the fact that I was skilled yeah. in that area without even trying too hard uh, meant that, you know, I should give due respect to what it was that I was doing and not just half do it. Now, was that gradual or did you have like a leap? Did, like, did you have to take a leap to go from I'm just taking pictures to mm -hmm. wait a second, hang on a second. You know what I mean? What I'm doing is is respectable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody is doing this. I don't want to devalue what I'm providing. I would say the the journey to actually having that idea was, um, you know, to take time. It was definitely gradual, but mentally. Once I had the business plan together, registered everything online, I started it with a few of my friends. Once we like mentally were in that spot, it was literally tomorrow Carbon Story starts basically. <laughs> and from then, every project that I've had, I ran through Carbon. And then some people have brought projects to Carbon. We've always had project managers or people who were acting as sales creators who would go to networking events, connect with people and bring in projects. But I would say the shift to actually having it as a company or the idea of making it a company yeah. was definitely gradual it wasn't something where I woke up overnight and it was just there uh, it was like oh wow what if we did this or what if I know this person mm. who's doing this and this person talks good so what if they came and, and talked for the company as it's a kind marketing of like an person. imagination thing yeah definitely had to use imagination man like created things in my head that I saw that didn't currently exist uh, and it's not that we developed or created something brand new for the industry. I, I do talk about carbon all the time as traditional business. I feel like we're just providing a service that has existed since the 1950s when the advertising agencies or advertising industry started <laughs> yeah. um, to now where it, it is just being done through different methods. And we stay up on those new methods that are happening. Instagram stories, for example, you go back even two years, that right. was not ever a deliverable from one of our clients saying like, hey, we want an Instagram story that didn't exist. <laughs> Now it's in almost everything we do. They're always like, it's hey, an item on the quote. Literally every time. Can we get an Instagram story recap? What does it cost? Sometimes that's all we're creating is Instagram story content because mm. that's where clients are getting most of their engagement. So um, one of those things that have just kind of changed with the industry shifting and yeah. we try to stay on top of all of that. That's cool. You got you weren't like saying, oh, sorry, you know, Instagram stories are only going to last for so long. We're not going to do that. No. It was like, hey, that's what's hot right now. Yeah. We're going to strike this iron while it's hot. And it does take. It does take research. It does take actually doing it, figuring out what works well. A lot of the times we're posting on our personal social medias and figuring out, okay, this layout actually looks really cool or this mm. will stand out from just everyone else's content. But consistent quality content is what our clients get from us. And right now those biggest avenues that they're sharing the content yeah. we're making are Facebook, Instagram, and then their YouTube. So that consistent quality um, content that you're mm -hmm. creating is legitimate yes I can so my dad's a designer right mm -hmm. so he can look at something and kind of like like so I might draw like some shapes or something like that and he'll mm -hmm. kind of tell me what my mental state was when I drew it yeah, he'd yeah, be yeah. like huh I can see you're maturing That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah um but when I show him some of your videos mm -hmm. he goes is that carbon stories <laughs> I go yeah, he goes. Yeah, that looks like looks like something they would do. That's so funny. We have developed a style in the in the last five years. Yeah, and it's 
I wouldn't even say it's crazy unique, but it is unique to us. Uh, clients definitely come to us and know what they're getting. Yes, Sometimes they, they may ask for a little more graphics or a little more effects. When we did some work with Nike last summer, it was more effect driven. It had a lot of like the glitch look um, and then a lot of like picture in a picture type of thing. But yeah. we stepped to the plate and were able to create that for them just based off of us knowing what type of tools we needed to bring in. And just going back to the team aspect, none of it could be done without us working together. Mm -hmm. I personally didn't even know some of the effects that we added to that mm -hmm. video, but one of our creators had already done some stuff on the side for fun. And she's like, yo, this is what we need to add to this. And sure enough, you know, the client loved it. So it's kind of like you and everyone who's around you right now is kind of like, they're imaginative people, open-minded mm -hmm. people. They're all taking ideas. They're all applying it to what they know. Yeah. And because of that, like repetition and then probably some consistency, but then changing one thing here or there to kind of like A, B test. Yeah. Everyone's kind of getting what works best. And then you come together as a group and combine those kind of like A, B tests. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely say that's what it is. It's a lot of the testing and then figuring out, OK, this does work well. Or sometimes saying like, no, this doesn't work for this client. This doesn't fit within their style or their M.O. Yeah. Um, or even work for what their audience is looking for. So, you know, we have to then make the adjustments that are needed. That's sweet. And so what about, um, I wanted to ask, oh, wait, so you've had, how many people work here right now? So currently we have eight people who are considered carbon creators. Okay. Throughout the year, that term has definitely shifted and changed. I remember back in the day, it used to just be, oh, I like your Instagram account and you're a cool photographer. You can come be a creator. No background check, no <laughs> list of responsibilities, nothing. But that was just a part of the growing process. So that type of creator, we've had about 40 of those in the last four, five years. Some have moved to like California. Yeah. Some have moved to New York. Um, some people figured out, you know, they wanted to be an accountant instead of a photographer or videographer. So uh, with that, everybody has always been under 25. So it's been there really, you know, um, exploratory uh, correct formative years yeah. when they're figuring out okay this is what I actually enjoy doing so it's been cool to you know learn and grow together but at the same time it's been really nice the last year uh, this eight that we have right now we're here last year and uh, some of them even the year before that but it's a very consistent group that is just growing and and pushing to learn new stuff every day yeah it seems like everyone you've got on the squad if I uh, your yeah, squad. Yeah, the squad. The squad. The squad. Everyone, I, everyone I see on the squad is a consistent person, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you can tell that they have bought into the mission mm -hmm. and kind of like they, they kind of identify with that mission, yeah. whatever that mission is. Well, so that actually leads me to something I did want to touch on for sure, and that's our values. Uh, carbon values aren't what they were when we first started. Uh, in the original business plan, I kind of had to write out what I thought our values would be, but once you take an idea to market, once you start developing and actually doing the work, you'll say, oh, okay, these are the things that actually make us who we are. And mm. for us, they really fall into six different categories. Everything that we do is either creativity, community, communication, consistency, compensation, or client service. And again, all of those areas really encompass who Carbon is. We're always growing in those areas. We're always trying to take what we're doing and measure them to them. Like we did a internal feedback form uh, last fall and it was just like, hey, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel like you are doing when it comes to community? Uh, for us, that is externally, but also internally. Yeah. And then we have things like creativity. How creative are you being? How much are you creating even outside of client work? That type of thing. All of what we do falls into these six things. So why is community important? Community is heavily important for us because back to what I'm saying around new ideas being brought to the table. Yeah. Um, it really helps us see what it means uh, for 
different people from different places to come together and make stuff. And that's on an internal basics. Um, the Our description of it, uh, internally, we value everyone being able to create together fluidly. We mm-hmm. want to make sure that that process happens very smoothly. That makes sense. That's not something in the beginning I even really thought about. I knew it was like, oh, like make sure you communicate when deadlines are <laughs> and communicate what the client needs. Yeah. But even down to just knowing how each other likes being talked to, what are the things yeah. that people like doing in their free time, because those are some things that we try to get clients for, um, knowing that about each other internally. And then externally, community uh, for us is extremely important for us to help other people grow and then also give back to the people who are around us. We do a lot of events here at Carbon that are just for the public to come where we'll do free headshots or we do free family photos because why would we call the west side of Grand Rapids home and not provide value for the people who are right next to us? Uh, (laughs) So community is heavily important for us. It's something that we, again, continue to grow in, Mm. um, but know that we have to give back externally and then also internally make sure we're growing that's cool it seems like so um a lot of times if people are go 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 all the time which i think you are mm-hmm. i would say that yeah yeah, yeah you can it's easy for a lot of people to get like one track kind of mm-hmm. like narrow-minded right mm-hmm. but the things you're talking about are speaking to being kind of present mm-hmm. and adaptable yeah which is seems like they being present and adaptable does not seem like a trait of somebody who is on the go all the time mm-hmm. I think that those are those two sides. I feel like I talk about this every time I touch on like the story of carbon. There's almost two sides of carbon and then also of businesses like this. You have the more business side of stuff, the thing that's more process-based, uh, the stuff that is like, okay, what's the system? <laughs> it's black and white. You yes. have to do it. You can't get out of it. It's that's work. Structured. You need to keep track of your numbers. Yes. And then you have the creative side that is this ambiguity of anything can be created or anything is possible. Um, you know, we'll get it done when we feel like it, you know? Um, I'm fortunate <laughs> enough to where I have a little bit of skill in both areas. I'm definitely by no means the best on the business or process side in the company, nor am I the best on the content creation side. That's not my job to you be can the hire best. That. Correct. It's my job to do the baseline uh, standard so that then I can provide a process and a place for people to grow. Yeah. And as we continue to grow as a company and more people get experience, more of that will happen. A lot of the creators who we hire on, this is their first official career type of company that they've ever worked for. Yeah. And so it gives opportunity for growth. Um, but with that, it means that they're growing into their full potential, um, taking these experiences and then self auditing, seeing where they can get better at what they do. But again, on my end, like I've been fortunate enough to be able to have both of those sides where I understand the importance of a contract. I understand the importance of making sure what has to get done does get done. Yeah. Um, but then I also have the creative side that's like, yo, we can do whatever we want. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a balance because you can't be too heavy on either side. Otherwise, your content will look too systematic uh, or you're, you won't have a consistent style. You can even market if you don't have a process together. So, <laughs> Yeah, I really uh, appreciate that you um, understand those things, right? Because uh, I think that's kind of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Would you, would you consider yourself an entrepreneur? I do consider myself an entrepreneur. I okay. do know also, though, that there is a difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner. Um, The reason why I consider myself an entrepreneur is because I do have multiple businesses that I'm working on. Mm. By no means are any of them as time consuming or need as much as my attention as Carbon does, but uh, they are growing and one day they will have a full on process the way Carbon does that will involve someone the way I'm involved. Um, But with that, yeah, an entrepreneur, I believe is someone who has multiple businesses, multiple ideas that they are working on. And yeah, so right now, the biggest one that I'm dealing with is Carbon Stories, but I've got a few other ones in my head. That makes sense. Speaking of that, so I was at a point where um, I was creating like a new brand, right? Mm -hmm. And 
Um, you know me. I'm, I'm like a fun dude. You know what I mean? Yes, I like to yes, I like to bring energy. I like to bring things out of the box. Yeah. Um, and I was getting feedback that I was like, Luciano, you can't say that. Or Luciano, you can't. You want people to take you seriously, right? Mm-hmm. But I see people taking you seriously. Mm-hmm. And then your Instagram is we create create dope content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, because it's unapologi- unapologetically who we are. Like, that's what we do. And you really learn uh, uh, how to have success when you can just be yourself. Yeah. And, of course, like, if you're still figuring out who you are, that's kind of difficult. But with that, sometimes people say no to things because they don't see that. But that's why what you've got an idea for or what you think is the answer is so important because yeah. you do see that. Yeah. People don't understand that you're supposed to, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner, when you're a creative, you're making something that people don't see a lot of the time. And if you're making something that just fits in somebody's box or just fits in that narrative, you're not really pushing things forward. So no. whatever it is your idea is that you know someone might say is like, oh, they won't see that as too serious or they won't. It's beautiful. You're bringing something new to that industry. Of course, within that, still self-audit and make sure you're providing value. There yeah. definitely, I do feel like, is a area where you could be too heavy on the side of things that are right. ambiguous. And then it's like, do you even do what you say you're good at? Yeah. But if you know for a fact that with your idea, whatever that may have been, that you're providing value for whatever group of people it is or whatever client it is, then how you do that and whatever way you market it, do your thing. Because, again, going back to West Michigan being a little more conservative, yeah. um, they do do put a close on ideas, but I think the ones that thrive and the people that thrive here are the ones that are who they are, whether they say, you know, we are mm-hmm. a conservative business and this is how we handle and this is how we communicate, or the ones that are wild out here that are in the city and are in this region that are like, <laughs> this is how we communicate stuff. Yeah. We're bold with it. We're out here. So I I would argue, of course, like listen to people, right? But um, take the meat and spit out the bones. Like know that what is for you is for you. And that idea that you have is not for no reason. Like you are special. You do have a cool perspective to bring to the table. And that seriously goes for everybody. Not one person has a cooler, special thing than anyone else. You're providing value. The way that you want to communicate that, the way you want to do that, like, is for you. People who attract to that will come yeah. to you. The law of attraction, you, Boom, you'll I love bring that. together, you, paid, yeah. you know, who it is. And if someone, we had uh, somebody in our company get a hairstyle that was a little out there compared to hairstyles here in Grand Rapids. And <laughs> for anyone who, a client that may have said like, oh, that's unprofessional or, oh, you know, that's not to get, you're not the client for us because we have clients that complimented his hairstyle. We have clients that are like, yo, that's amazing that you're expressing who you are. So no, will I ever, I don't want to work with people who do have to say like, oh, that hairstyle isn't as, you know, together. Or even in regards to the way we dress, we don't um, dress up really for the events and things that we shoot. And that just comes from what we're, it doesn't affect how we're creating stuff. Of course, we're not um, also too showy. We, we also not too uh, loud with what we, we do wear because mm-hmm. we are, I would even consider carbon still a conservative company. Um, like we don't swear on social media. Like you don't see us out here. A lot of that has to do with the kids and things that we, um, inspire and that we work with. Yeah. So we, we try to make sure that we do have like a cleaner social media. But with that, if it was our MO, if it was our, um, a message to promote whatever it might have been, like we do that boldly. Boom. That's a very long answer to what you said, but I love basically, it. bro, however you want to walk into I love whatever it. brand you're building, do that. And Don't it, listen to other it people. It speaks to that kind of like balance, right? Of the fun, but also mm-hmm. taking care of business, right? Yes. Because your tagline, or not your tagline, but it says, we create dope content. Yeah. But then you, if you go on the website, you've also got like your mission and, and yes. your values, just like every other conservative company. <laughs> More descriptive and letting them know. <laughs> just because, again, at the same time, I do know sometimes 
we have to show people something they may have never seen. Please. Um, let them know, like, hey, you can have fun and still be still provide value, still be professional, still understand how to have email conversations, how to get details handled. And we're always growing. We're by no means perfect. Right. Uh, but I love the fact that the clients we've worked with have trusted us to create content for them and seen us do a good job. Boom. I love that. I mean, I, I was talking with someone today and they're like, I never see you tucking a shirt. I'm like, yeah, and I, I really won't. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if I'm not going to work somewhere where I have to tuck in my shirt, I'm sorry. That's yeah. not, that's and not my. Again, it's just, that's for you. There's some people yeah, who want to dress up and they want to be like a soup boy every day. Let them do their thing. But yeah, for me and, and for you, like we don't, we're not ones to dress up. We prefer what we're wearing. Um, and I don't, I don't like having to wake up and think too hard about, um, what I am wearing. I like just wearing whatever's in my closet and you know, if it happens to be a button up that day, it's a button up. If it's Boom. just a t-shirt, put your mental energy towards that creation. Correct. Cre Especially since what we do, it doesn't affect it. If I was a doctor, Oh, I gotta be wearing the white lab coat. Make sure, you know, it's clean. You know, I gotta put the glove boy on all of that. Um, when we do go on construction job sites, we do put on the personal protective equipment. I do have to wear steel toe boots because of one, the OSHA requirements, but then also I don't want to get hurt. I don't want people <laughs> to not see me cause I don't have high vis on. So a lot of that is some functional clothing. Uh, today I was outside shooting. It was freezing cold. Yes, I had gloves on. Yes, I had everything you know that I even don't wear sometimes when I'm outside because it was cold. Um, but yeah, on an average day, I'm gonna be inside all day. I'm wearing whatever I want. And same goes for our, our, our company, like everybody who's working here. We all have different styles too. Of course, and that's yeah. great and that's beautiful, honestly. Thank you, man. Um, and they all create daily, right? Yes, sir. But before we get on to create daily and mm -hmm. what that is, what that means to you today, what did that mean anything to you before? Yeah, so it's really funny you asked. Uh, Create Daily started out more of as a magazine that I was thinking about developing. How old were you then? Um, th it, it was when Carbon started. It was I was probably like 20 at the time. I would say okay. a year into Carbon. But my thought with it was highlighting people who were creating daily, people who were um, just doing stuff that inspired other people. Lumber Tax was a client of ours at the time. We had done a video for her. She did some uh, workings with uh, wood where she would like burn different designs into it. And it looks huh. really cool. Um, the Oddest Clothing Supply had a store at the time. And so Edgar Hernandez, we still work with him closely, but I was thinking about highlighting him in the magazine and just hearing from him on what it meant to create um, Managua Clothing Apparel was doing a lot. And so we were like, let's talk on those stories. So um, that was the original idea of Create Daily. And it, it was just like a magazine uh, or a publication, an article online, a publication that just highlighted people who were creating stuff. Okay. Were you creative as a kid? As a kid, was I creative? I have yeah. a photo that I will show you after this interview that's in my <laughs> office right now that I drew. Um, I, I feel like I was creative in the sense of like thinking of a lot of different things and then yeah. trying to connect them. But action wise, no, I, I didn't. I wasn't really skilled in drawing. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really skilled in you know um, poetry or writing any of those things. Yeah. Um, but I was interested in making stuff. So I think on the actual like doing side of it. Um, yes, but like the results, not as nice as it could have been. I made a uh, neighborhood newsletter uh, as one of my first businesses when I was younger. And uh, so I had to like, you know, use publisher with the green logo <laughs> on the Windows computer. Um, we only did four issues, but uh, I developed, you know, what that process was. And it, it wasn't even, I don't even consider it a process. I developed what those four issues looked like. So um, that was somewhat creative, uh, making yeah. different stuff. I got you. Okay, so what does what does create daily mean to you now, and what does it? Mean? I mean, you got a tattooed on your arm. You it's, mean it. You it say is. it all the time on Instagram. And it is. 
Um, to me, for the industry and field that I'm in, it means just making stuff, doing what you do, making things that didn't necessarily exist before. And if they did, um, you're making it in a way that has your own flair, your own touch to it, whether that be music, whether that be code that somebody is doing for an application, yeah. whether that be public speaking, uh, whether that be businesses, whether that be a photographer, a videographer, graphic designer, t-shirt, anybody, even doctors, when they're helping create medicine, when they're creating and developing processes, uh, create daily. And I think also with it, my whole message behind it isn't go create, you know, the next Mona Lisa. I'm saying like create a little sketch on the receipt that, you know, you got at the coffee <laughs> shop, like create, yeah. make something, produce, um, add value out to the world with your skill, with your talent, or just with what you're interested in, even if you aren't skilled at it yet, because mm. the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. I did not start out taking pictures, being able to charge and, and travel around the world uh, for clients. I started out shooting content that wasn't that great. Didn't even consider it content. It was just like pictures that I was doing because people asked me to. <laughs> you touched the button on the camera. Yeah, I just touched it. It was like, did that come out good? Oh, okay, nope. Let me try to mess with this. <laughs> but because I create daily, because I continue to have that idea and mindset of progressing and the more I do something, the better I get, uh, we have now gotten to a place where we have clients that trust us to create content for them. Um, but I also understand that where I'm at now is not where I will be in the future. Continually trying to get better, continuing to evolve in every area from, mm. again, for me, public speaking to the motion graphics that I do to the just graphic design that I do to the photography, videography, and then even on the business side of stuff uh, with the other business ideas that I do have. I love that. And like, cause you were talking about um, kind of like what you do is what you get good at. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, so it's a combination of, yeah, so we want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, whatever you express and whatever you're putting your energy towards is what will grow, what you water grows, period. And even in regards to uh, how people see you, a lot of people on yeah. social media will say, oh, I'm an Instagram, or I'm a photographer, I'm a designer, but then I go to their Instagram right after we've connected and I don't see any of their work there. Now, maybe sometimes they have like a personal Instagram and a work Instagram, but if you're not sharing what you're making anywhere, if you're not making consistently or at least showing people that you are, then there's no way for you to be known as that. I think social hmm. media is a huge tool and is, the main reason why we've been able to grow at the rate that we have, uh, it acts as a billboard for us. It allows us to be able to show the work that we're doing and then also give value to our clients by sharing the work that they are doing um, with you know the clients that that does matter for. So, but to go back to it, um, whatever you're sharing, whatever you are thinking about, that is what is going to grow. So Boom. if you're thinking about partying on the weekends, if what is important to you is uh, playing video games, um, not on the side of like making money doing it or growing doing it, um, but just doing it to kill some time or, you know, I got four hours, let me binge watch this TV show. Then, of course, like you're going to be really good at binge watching TV shows. Yeah. You're going to be really good at playing video games to kill time. Now, I promise you the video game people who uh, were very intentional about it and said, like, I'm going to get good at Call of Duty uh, are out here in competitions doing it for a living, um, even if it's just them recording what they're doing. But uh, a lot of it has to do with, you know, wherever you're spending your time, whatever you're doing on purpose is yeah. what's going to grow. That makes sense. It's kind of like whatever you focus on yep. grows. Yes. And then whatever you spend your time on, you're going to get better at. Exactly. Right? Whether you're um, playing video games, whether you're taking pictures, going to parties, driving a car, yeah. trying to grow plants. I don't know. I'm looking yeah. at a plant. Bloomscape. That's the client of ours who grows these plants. They got great at it. They got a good process. And now they grow plants for as a living for the company. Um, and the other piece to that is like, 
um, over time, again, you will get better. It's not something where you're going to start out and it's going to be great. It's something where like you'll have a starting place uh, that you'll be able to look back at and say like, wow, I was not good at this back in the day. But also <laughs> every single last industry is a million or billion dollar industry if the money is the side of things that make you think it can't happen. I hear all the time people say they're starving or they don't want to be a starving artist or um, they're afraid that there's not enough demand when everything you see, every single last industry or something that somebody does, people are able to make a living doing it. There's some people who make a killing and then there's some people who are <laughs> able to just you know pay their bills. Um, and then of course there are those who just do it on the side. But um, for someone who comes and says, I really enjoy furniture, but the industry is too saturated. No, like there are new companies that are starting in the furniture industry that are going to continue to grow all the time and provide value all of the time. There's this new one. Um, I can't remember the name of them, but they make this room that you can have in an office uh, that the door closes. It's got like a magnetic closing on it. I think it's just called room actually, but you're able to have silent phone calls in there. That has existed before, but yeah. the way that they branded it, the materials that they use, the way that they went about it, I think it's climate controlled and has electricity in it. The way they did it <laughs> is so different that they're they're blowing up right now. A lot of people are using them. A lot of people are interested in them. Uh, and hopefully we shoot some content for them one day and get one of theirs. Of course, dude. Of course. Yes. Okay, so what are some like uh, burning topics you've had mm -hmm. lately? You know what I mean? What, what have you been talking about recently with people? What have you been trying to share with people? I've been trying to share the importance of change, I would say. The importance um, of change? The importance of change. And I think that it kind of has just been placed in front of me so much. And then I'm also, again, doing the self-auditing, saying, am I where I want to be? What are things that I need to uh, get better at? Um, but Eric Thomas is someone who I listen to often. Uh, he's a great motivational speaker, has a really cool story. Um, and at the beginning of the year, of course, it being January, February time, everybody's got those New Year's resolutions. <laughs> but um, I think that it is a mental change that happens when you say, I'm actually going to make an adjustment this time around. And it doesn't have to be this large, big thing. It can be small. One thing that I wanted to get better at this year is being more organized, just period, just <laughs> one step closer to being organized. And again, I heard it from Eric Thomas and I'm practicing it right now, but I started out by making up my bed every day. That's what I started. Before, yeah, before me and my wife just weren't making up our bed every day. We're like, we're gonna dirty it up at nighttime anyways. Like when we get back home, there's no reason to put the sheets back where they're supposed to be. Yeah. But believe it or not, like I have already started every day this year being and feeling more productive every day that I'm here in back home. Cause of course, right. like when we were traveling, we started off two we weeks in Korea, yeah, <laughs> South Korea, 15 days in Korea. So those days we weren't making up the bed. Um, but when, uh, when I got back, I'm like every day I'm going to make up the bed and I've already started out just feeling more productive, feeling more organized because um, it changes your mental changes, the mental energy for the entire day. And then even when you look at respecting what you do have, I, the apartment that we're in, we wanted so bad and we prayed about it. And then when we got it, we're like, okay, let's be respective of what was given to us. This thing that we do have. Cause you know, if we treat this right, when we treat this right, we'll get opportunity for more spots and yeah. uh, a different growth in that area. But I would say change, um, being that biggest thing that, um, just not even myself, I'm, I've got a group of friends and we're always, trying to help each other, push each other to grow. Yeah. And all of us change has been on our mindset a lot because otherwise you'll get stagnant and, and you won't grow. Uh, and of course it's difficult sometimes. Is like, it bad not to grow? Should I not grow? Yes. I think it is extremely bad not to grow because, um, even if, you know, I think sometimes with growth, people think it's being busier. Or sometimes it's like more money or sometimes they think more people No, carbon has eight people now on as our creators. And last year, this time, I think we had 10 people as our creators, but we have grown so much in that time. And it's actually a smaller team, but it's because we have so much more detailed process out. 
the eight people who work here now are executing so much greater than you yeah. know the 10 when it was 10 people last year just based on us growing in internal structure us it's growing more in intentional effort exactly intentional effort yeah that's what I said. Yeah, yeah intentional effort and early on we i didn't know that if you asked me five years ago like right. how do you see carbon growing i'd be like oh we're gonna have you know 50 people working yeah. for the company when it's like no there's different solutions for different ways of doing things and yeah. for us right now it is us having this close-knit eight-person team everybody knows each other's first and last names we all know each other's birthday um but we do know one day the company is going to grow to a point where there will be more people uh, but with that, we'll have the right processes in place for that productivity to maintain. I think people are always waiting for like a eureka moment. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That, oh, you know, yeah. one day I'll have that inspiration or one day, you know what I mean? Or I'll start that company one day, but today's not the day. I'm not yeah. ready for it yet. I'm not, you know, I, I need some more development to go. I need to read some more books before that They're happens. They're waiting need... for it to be perfect. Yes. When it's like, it will never be perfect. E even if they don't say the words, like, of course, I'm not waiting for it to be perfect, but mm -hmm. they're waiting for it to be perfect. Oh, yeah. They're like, it's not time yet. I just had a friend start a YouTube channel, and my only response to them was finally. Because I'm like, you're funny. <laughs> you have creative, uh, different types of experiences that happen to you you've got a following on social media anyways why not share your perspective your perspective is valuable people will care about following you and i'm not sitting here trying to say like oh i told you so i was right um but i do feel like not. for yeah. some of my friends i act as a catalyst not saying that they wouldn't get there without me because i definitely believe anyone who's ever been involved with or, or worked out of it or just worked took with somebody carbon, yeah they they would get there without carbon they would get there and be able to produce that stuff without us but our my hope and my like what I strive for is to try to help them get there faster. Make it easier for them. Correct. Because there's things that I've learned, connections that I've got, or um, things that just people here have learned where we're growing each other at Plug. Every Thursday night, people are saying like, oh, my, my website, I, I don't know how to get this to do this. And then we've got people like Eric Medina who will come in and then two seconds later <laughs> be like, boom, here you go. Very simple. Um, or on the, the brand side of stuff, how do I develop what my brand message is? You got brands like Kicks and Coffee that's like, well, this is what I did to develop our message. And yeah. we got a following where they got people sending them coffee from New York now, you know? That's sweet. Um, yeah. It seems like you got like um like a rising tide lifts all boats kind of philosophy. Oh yeah. Versus I don't want to show you share with you what I know or my resource. You know what I mean? Like I worked hard to get to get this building and these computers and things like that. You can't use them because you know, then I might have less. Yes, dude. We win when everybody is creating, when everybody's speaking, when everybody's. Uh, growing period that's how we we win there's a corner store called ron's and i always use them as an example of <laughs> as a photographer videographer i believe and even with the company we win when the content is so important in this city where every company thinks they they need it knows that they need it to where the corner store is like hey how do we grow our instagram so college students are coming to our corner store instead of going to you know a bigger store so yeah. and that doesn't necessarily have to become a carbon client that could be one person who is a photographer who goes and takes pictures for ron once a week or once every two weeks and they're yeah. growing their instagram following but i think that it's valuable when that helps people having those stuff. conversations and it's like yeah. okay you know what i mean maybe you got you know someone some college kid to start taking your instagram photos but then it's like all right Hopefully it worked for them. Mm -hmm. Now they got a bigger budget. Yeah. <laughs> what are areas that we can do to help? Yeah, of course, big picture. Like I think it's everybody ends up growing uh, once that demand grows. But yeah, on the side of teaching skills and sharing what we've learned, never shying away from that because I wish I did get more of that from people who are industry leaders. I know earlier mm -hmm. on in car in Grand Rapids, there were some people who kind of like turned their shoulder to us. Oh, you young kids are like, oh, you guys don't know what you're doing or sure, um, yeah. you guys don't understand how the industry works. But 
Um, I am also very appreciative of those people who took a chance on us and said, like, you guys are growing and, and we want to create with you. So uh, I value that. And I know that it's what people need, especially in this industry, because it, it is saturated. There's a lot that does go on, but not, that doesn't at all mean that um, new creators can't get started, new photographers, new styles, new things can't be developed. It's just it's got to be done together. <laughs> I love that because I've had, um, you know, one time I was trying to sell some T-shirts mm -hmm. to this place and uh, this dude, basically, I was like 18 years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to sell uh, T-shirts to this company, this organization. And uh, the guy's like, first of all, kid, we buy our shirts two years in advance. All right. You don't even have designs ready. You're, yeah. you're basically in my office. You're wasting my time. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> shut down okay sorry about it um yeah. i'm gonna be going now it was such an awkward moment that the dude was like he we were both just sitting there mm -hmm. he's just like that was kind of weird <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm gonna go now it's really funny <laughs> but then yeah it is but then you know that was one but mm -hmm. then i've got 99 other times where yes. people have been like oh that's a young person trying to do something mm -hmm. like sure you know maybe i can't give you business or whatever but I at least hope you continue on your journey. Keep me updated. Yeah. I love what you're doing. Yeah. I love the energy. That's beautiful. That guy could have just responded to you and said, these are the things that you should have presented to me or yeah. these are the things that my current client does that I really enjoy. I'm staying with him. <laughs> he could have been but helpful. this is why, yeah, he could have been helpful. And I think that that is the mindset that needs to be had. Like, how can I help someone? Even if they're not giving you something back, it doesn't always have to be this transactional right. thing of value. It can just be like, I'm going to provide value for everybody that I can, even if I'm telling them no. Yeah. And I don't think it's like, um, well, you can call it law of attraction, whatever yeah. you want to call it, right? If you're always trying to provide value, create value, be valuable to other people, yeah. like, sure, not everything is going to be transactional. Not mm -hmm. every time it's going to come back to you with a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I gave you a dime. Now yes. you gave me a quarter later on. Yeah, like, yeah. well, it, it might happen. It might not happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're always um, trying to be the one who's creating value, sharing value, spreading value, yeah. um, it will come back because people will see that you're worth being valuable too. Yes. Right. Cause there's people who've already got it mm -hmm. and they see somebody who's consistently always, um, you know, who's worth their time. Yep. Like it'll happen. This is true. And then you, again, on the side of you getting better at what you're even doing, you'll get better at being able to provide value. You'll get better at being yeah. able to provide support. And then people will reach out to you and ask you to do that. Uh, Lachey design is one of my businesses that has grown in that area. I have always just met with people and gone over ideas that they may have and I knew that I needed to have a process around it. And so Lachey Design is where I do business consulting um, nice. slash just like process development. I look at business uh, more of as an art than a processed thing that you have to follow step one, step two, step three. Yeah. Of course, there's some logistics that you do have to follow in regards there's to There's basic realms, LLC. you know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely you certain You need accounting, things. you need yes. legal, you need... You, you need know. those things to be done. But then the way that is developed from there, I think it can be handled like design where it's different for each person. Yeah. And so with that, I was like, hey, let me build out this process but my first paying lache design client was actually someone who said i want to continue to meet with you i was just meeting with them for free like just giving them advice and they're like i want to keep meeting with you how much does it cost for me to keep meeting with you how much does it cost for this value to continue to be provided when again that wasn't even something that i was ready to do uh i just i hadn't developed it out all the way but now that they asked for that i was like okay this is what it's going to end up costing this is what that process does look like because yeah. it's important to do it on purpose i love that but what other businesses you got going on so the shade design with the public speaking business development side of things um all the plug 
Um, that's the website for it, but it's just called Plug People Learning, Understanding, and Growing. That is a co-working space with resource. Uh, right now, we don't have a physical location, but just doing pop-up co-working at Carbon, and then some other local businesses are. I didn't realize that schedule. was an acronym, Plug. Yeah, Plug is people, a people learning, learning understanding, understanding, and growing. growing. Yeah. When huh. uh, the group that had originally started it, it was just like us trying to figure out what is it that we're we're doing, and it's like every single last one of us are growing. We're just yeah. continuing to try to grow. I always thought of it like you know you're plugged in. Yeah, <laughs> it is that as well. Like I love the fact that it still has relevance in the sense yeah. of yo he's the plug or they're the plug. <laughs> Even with that term, there's a lot of different things that we have that all are around electricity. So the group that helps run plug is mm. called the switchboard. Uh, like a, a ah, cool. switchboard. Um, the co-working space, once we actually have a location, is going to be called Socket because you're plugging in you know, into a socket. I can um, see it. And then on social media right now, when we're updating what some of the plug members or people who attend um, are doing, it's called Current, like an electrical current. Mm. Um, and it's just like what's currently going on in their life. And then one of the programs that Plug has is called Outlet, which is, of course, like an outlet. Um, but also it speaks to the fact of people getting out what they're creating. Uh, but all of it just having to do with electricity. Uh, there's a, some <laughs> concepts we've messing around with with bees and because bees apparently generate electricity um, and, and use electromagnetic that. waves to travel. Yeah. Um, so there's some stuff in the works. Um, yeah, yeah. But plug. Keep, uh, the, keep that working. Plug is another one. Um, again, a co-working space with resources is what it will be. And then just a group of people growing. Um, Savvy is the uh, nonprofit that Carbon Stories is still developing, but we get reached out to often to have Carbon come to a program with youth. Mm. And we got reached out so much that some people thought that Carbon Stories was a youth program company. <laughs> and so it got a little complicated where we're like, oh, no, you're not reaching out because you want a video for your program. You're reaching out because you want us to come speak there. So we're like, OK, we're going to need to develop um, just this opportunity for us to help grow youth. Uh, with content creation another brand another brand and that way again the value can be provided so much more big picture we just want to give away cameras to kids like of course we want to teach them how to use it but if I got a $500 camera when I was 11 years old I would be so much further along and there's so much in regards to content that can be created whether it be for clients the way we're doing it or it is you just sharing your message you sharing your experiences as an influencer uh, you could be a reviewer um, there's so many things that can be done with content that the program Savvy uh, is us just helping give youth actual tools that they can use and then be coming and, and having this practical, shrewd knowledge that uh, they can now use in the real world. That is so um, cool. Yeah, that one is still developing as well. But this summer we'll be doing uh, a four-week program with Michigan State uh, down in Lansing, which is really cool. Uh, then we're also doing the program in Kalamazoo this spring with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, and then Craig's and Clay, that's like the last business that I've got just still simmering in my brain. Um, that one has the least amount of structure together right now. It's called what? Uh, Craig's and Clay. Craig's and Clay. Yeah, I'm not even going to give you all the details to it, but just know that it has to do with art. Um, <laughs> but it's still being developed, and that's, okay. that's one thing about me. Like, again, every single last business I listed just now five of, of them total, they all are at a different level and at a different place of development. Um, but I know that they are continuing to grow. None of them are tomorrow. It will be this big thing. Um, and then also big thing is different for each one of them. Carbon Stories is an international content creation agency. We literally travel internationally to go create content in these places. But things like Savvy, we're just thinking is for the in the United States. We're just yeah. looking to travel through different states. Um, something like a plug is extremely local right now. It's 
based on you know the people who are in GR. Um, yeah. But then I'm also affiliated in uh, a part of other businesses like Lope Running, which is an apparel company. Yep. Um, and then there's also a lot of other businesses that my friends have that I help out with, like Kicks and Coffee. Um, and then also like Take Chances, which is a local streetwear brand. So uh, there's a lot of different stuff that um, I'm a part of. And I'm just continuing trying to, to grow value for them um, and provide value for them. Yeah. That's sweet. All right. So if people want to get involved with you. Um, they need content creation. They want to join all the plug. How can they find you? Yeah, so for content creation specifically, just Carbon Stories on all social media. CarbonStories.us is our website. Um, but then in regards to like Eric Lachey specifically, I'm Eric Lachey on all social media. How um, do you spell Lachey? Lachey. It's E-R-I-K <laughs> for Eric. And then Lachey is L-A-U-C-H-I-E. Um, and then the plug uh, is all the plug on social media everywhere. Um, but I definitely would just suggest for anybody listening to reach out. You definitely grow when there is community and it's easier to grow. It's like fertile soil versus trying to grow by yourself. Yeah. Um, Cause there are just certain things that you don't have to worry about going through when you're with people who want to help you grow as They've well. They've already so. learned those lessons. Exactly. And it show a way or a perspective on how to get something done. Um, so definitely feel free to reach out and I, I just would push people to connect with anybody, even if it's not with me, just yeah. connect with other people just who are like-minded who are trying to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to like share? You want to bring to the table? You, you know what I mean? Well, I just would want to say that I'm really proud of you and your growth, dude. Like <laughs> we've been doing business and helping each other for the last three years or two years. And, yeah. um, it's been really cool to just see the different avenues that you've been taking, um, in what you are making and in what you're doing. Um, but then also just seeing you continue to, uh, like pursue the idea. Cause of course in entrepreneurship, in business, sometimes it feels like you've got it together. And then sometimes it feels like you don't, but yeah. it's about continuing to push forward. What people struggle with is consistency. What people don't know how to do is continuing to push forward, even when they don't feel like it. Yeah. So I've seen you do that. Um, whatever <laughs> you're a part of, you're pushing forward, you're growing. And so like, I'm excited to just continue to see you grow too. I appreciate that. Wait, one more thing though. Yeah. Is um, I talked about something with my friend, and he calls it high friction days versus low friction days. Mm -hmm. So like, and you helped me kind of remind me of this. So like, a low friction day is everything's going smoothly. Mm -hmm. I'm king of the mountain. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I got it going on. I'm the man. Yeah. Or, on time or, or, for every meeting. Or woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but then there's other days where it's like, you know, like you can't find your sock. You don't know where your keys are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's a high friction day. Yeah. You know. You got those? Oh, dude, I have them all the time. It's hard to even categorize them because a day could start out really good and then go bad and then go good again. Yeah. Or I could just have lower energy than usual and they just be like, why am I so tired? I have so much that I need to work on right now. I need more energy. Uh, with that, I would just go back to doing the work and creating even when you don't feel like it. That is something that, that consistency. I, I would say, that consistency piece, I would say that that has grown for me in the last two years. Um, before, like I, I didn't even stay in tuned to when I was doing that. It was just something I was doing. I'm like, I have to get this done because we have bills to pay no matter what. But now it's like I'm even doing it more on purpose. I notice when I'm having a high or low friction day and yeah. I'm saying like, you know, no matter what, these are the things I am getting done. Um, of course, with a low friction day, you can create and get so much more accomplished. But yeah. um, if you learn how to work really hard when things are going bad, when things are going easy, you can work even harder because then it's like, yo, this isn't that complicated. I found my sock. I was on time. Um, but yeah. And of course, when it's bad, like still push through because stay true to whatever vision it is that you've got. You have to, um, even when it's not working out the way you think it should. I love it. Yeah, man. Eric Lachey, thanks for coming on the Bro, podcast, thank man. Thank you for having me. Of course.
Bet it up. 